0: Hello, Milwaukee Bucks fans. Welcome to the Bucks and Six podcast. My name is Steven Dorf, and alongside me, as always, is my co host Hershey Winkleman. Check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Bucks and Six FFSN. And then also check out on Facebook. Hershey and I are going to be putting out our links for our podcast on Bucks fan accounts and basketball fan pages. So look out for that as well. But holy cow, Hershey, do we have a video today? The Bucks just acquired Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard in an absolute blockbuster deal. First, break down the trade for us. I'm still in like shock right now. It just happened. It just went down.
1: Yeah. So the trade officially went official from Woj. I believe it was six or seven minutes ago. Um, so yeah, we jumped on this right away. Holy cow! The move of the summer for the entire NBA. I mean this 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 changes the entire shape of the league. But let's get let's just get to it. Let's break it down first before we you know talk about the impact. Milwaukee gets Damian Lillard. Portland gets Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, a first-round pick from Milwaukee in 2029, and two uh, swaps in 2028 and 2030 from Milwaukee. And Phoenix gets Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. So, So Milwaukee only has to give up Holiday, Allen, and three picks in this deal, and we acquire the consensus top three point guard in the nba steve i know this is raw raw reaction we we haven't really prepared for this but what what, what's the
0: raw emotions going in right after this move just happened so i mean i'm so obviously I'm, i'm just the complete joy i mean there's nothing else to be to say i mean we just got like you said a top three point guard in the nba paired with maybe the best player in the nba the exact type of player that Giannis has kind of needed to play with is Damian Lillard and we got Damian Lillard. So that's phenomenal. And I think the craziest part about this is I tweeted yesterday, right. That I didn't want to see the Bucks as much as like I wanted to see Dame in a Bucks Jersey. I didn't want to just completely mortgage our entire future, meaning get rid of Marjan, AJ green, Chris Livingston, Andre Jackson, and our draft picks. We kept every single one of those four young players and only got rid of picks and still acquired Dame. I, I John Horst is a genius. How he pulled this off, I, I don't know. He's a genius. What I mean, what package did the uh, uh, the Heat offer? That was that, that like I just I don't know. This is crazy. I, I'm I'm at a loss for words right now.
1: And this morning I was seeing reports that you know the Raptors were willing to give up like an OG on an Obi Grady Dick and picks for like Lillard package, which to me seems like a better deal. So I, again, like like you just mentioned unless Portland was set on trying to get DeAndre Ayton from Phoenix, which I guess does make sense and does help them a lot, especially because, you know, they're, they're trying to build a younger team. Uh, I did just see on Twitter too, that Portland is trying to move holiday to another team as well. So we should see holiday being moved uh, potentially to, you know, a, a, a more veteran win now team. So that will also be a huge trade when that goes down. That'll be very interesting to see as well. Um but yeah, I mean Lillard and Giannis paired together. I mean it, it's just unbelievable. I I, I I don't know what to say. I really don't like I don't even know what to say simply because like Lillard and Giannis were in talks like all offseason because they were they wanted to play together. In Milwaukee, we just saw reports, you know, a couple of days ago that Giannis was, you know, talking to Lillard. To try to get him to come here, and you know, it it, it truly does happen. I, I I didn't even believe it was possible, but yet here we are. Damian Lillard is a Milwaukee Buck. This
0: is incredible. I mean, yeah, Hurst. So now, this is my question for you: Does this make the Bucks you think the unanimous favorites going into the next season, even though? The Denver Nuggets just won the championship. They still kind of maintained their core. There's the Phoenix Suns. There's still the uh the Sixers. If you know, granted, they figure out what goes on with Harden. There's the up and coming Cavs. The Celtics are still a team. They have acquired Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, does this make the Bucks the unanimous favorites like heading into this upcoming season now that we have Damian Lillard, Giannis, and Chris Middleton with Brooke Lopez on the same roster?
1: I mean, I think it has to simply because, you know, we didn't really necessarily lose any like team depth. I mean, obviously Drew Holiday defensively is a big loss to, you know, our backcourt, but Grayson Allen wasn't necessarily like an untouchable guy. Like we were, we've been talking about moving him, you know, for the past couple of years You know, we signed Malik Beasley. We still have Marjan who can, you know, step into that, you know, role. If we, if, I mean, I definitely want him to, I know you want to see him starting, uh, but you know, we'll see what they do there, but. I, I just truly think this is an upgrade all around. I don't see how the how the Bucs can't be the overwhelming favorite, especially since, you know, the number one thing any other Eastern Conference team did was the Celtics getting Porzingis. And we all know that Porzingis doesn't doesn't stay healthy. I mean, whether Lillard is going to be able to stay healthy it, it remains to be seen. But I hope Lillard, you know, playing on a contender, knowing that he has a chance to win a championship and, you know, he's still in his prime, but in like the end of his prime, I, I, I really think, you know, this this is this is something that truly could 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 turn into another championship for the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think this is John Horst really capitalizing on you know Giannis's window. I think this is what all Bucks fans have been asking for.
0: It's a John Horst masterclass. The fact that he was able to keep Mar like I I just want like that to be like like really highlighted here. He was able to keep Marjon Beauchamp. He was able to keep AJ Green. He was able to keep Chris Livingston as well as Andre Jackson. We still have like some young guys to kind of, you know, build off of as well as a legit championship core. It might be the best core in the league now. So John horse just put on an absolute masterclass with this one. I I mean, you got to just tip your hat to him. Like he, he pulled off an absolute trade here. And I, as long as, like you said, Damian Lillard can just, you know, you know, you know, stay committed to the grind and play with us. I mean, you know, I know he was settled on Miami, but this situation might be better than Miami. It really might be better. And Damian he has Lillard- never played. Like, he, Jan, this is the best player that Giannis has probably ever played with and the best player that Damian Lillard has ever played with. So we've seen Damian, we've seen Damian Lillard make it to a conference finals, you know, being the best guy carrying his team, like game in game out in the playoffs. And we've seen Giannis win a championship, you know, being the best player, putting up 50 points, uh, 50 points in a closeout game. So I think it's really, really scary to see what these two could potentially do together. And then you throw Chris Middleton in the mix, who's been a former All Star. You throw Brooke Lopez, who was in the Defensive uh, Player of the Year runnings this year. This team could You're be still really Bobby, really Portis. Scary. Still Bobby, Bobby Portis. You still Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis, a guy who's always in the six manning runnings with us. So Pat Connington, we kept him too. I mean, we we still have our core of guys like that. That's the scary part. Like Grayson Allen is a guy who we've like we've seen like. Like, you know, make mistakes in the playoffs not show up when we need them. Drew Holiday, a guy who helped us win a championship. Like as as sad as it is to see him go, Damian Lillard is an upgrade. Like he's straight up an upgrade.
1: Damian Uh, Lillard is one of the most explosive players in the NBA when it comes to just flat out just scoring. He can score from every single level of the court to the point where people have to guard him 35 feet away from the basket because he can pull up from half court. He literally won a playoff series by shooting it from almost half court over Paul
0: George. And I I, I think this is going to unlock like a new like like step or like, you know, part to Giannis's game as well by adding Dames to the team. Like, like, you know, I just said Giannis has never played with an offensive player with Dames capabilities. And, you know, it's going to improve Giannis' ability in the pick and roll. It's going to take, you know, some of that offensive stress off of him so he doesn't need to force it. He's going to be able to play smarter. He's going to be able to focus more on his defense and become, you know, the true best defensive player in the league again, paired with Brooke Lopez, who is probably the best shot blocker in the league. Dude, the... The potential of this team is like through the roof. I, I can't even imagine what like <laughs> what this team can do together now. I mean, and, dude, and now and now
1: think about like closing games. Like, do you remember when like we were always like worried about Drew Holidays like shooting down the down the stretch and like he would like like to huck up a lot of like threes that not necessarily like Bucks fans were very happy about? Damian Lillard is literally it's damn time. He points to his watch in the fourth quarter. He is one of the clutchest players of all time. He's one of only a couple of players to win playoff series at a buzzer beater. He did it when he was young against the Rockets, and he did the one I just mentioned against the Thunder a couple of years ago. And now we have Chris Middleton. We always mentioned Chris Middleton's our closer. Chris Middleton's our closer. He's the guy who's going to hit shots down the stretch. Now he's our second closer now. He's our second closer. That's insane. And Giannis doesn't even have to have the ball in his hands at the end of the game. He doesn't have to worry about free throws. He doesn't have to worry about free throws anymore, bro.
0: Nope. It's uh, I mean, I and I think that, you know, and I, and I won't be surprised if, you know, the Bucs get off to a, you know, quote unquote, slower start, you know, trying to figure it out with a brand new head coach, entire new coaching staff, basically. Uh, and then obviously you have a brand new point guard, the guy who is going to be running our offense. And I think it's going to look very different from previous Bucks basketball. I, I could have never in a million years imagined Damian Lillard playing for the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, this is what I love about the NBA, dude. The most unthinkable things will happen, you know, with the snap of your finger. So, I mean, one second, we're recording our podcast, you know, for the predictions for the Northwest uh, in, in the, in the, uh, for the upcoming season and the next second we have Damian Lillard and we're rushing to make this. So it's just a great day to be an NBA fan and especially great day to be a Milwaukee Bucks fan uh, outside of just being beyond excited and joyful, happy. I, I don't know like what else I can say. I mean, Bucks fans, please let us know how you feel about this move. I'm sure you're all, all going to be, you know, just as ecstatic and happy as we are. So, that's all I have left to say on this. Well,
1: I think we should take a quick break and I think we can come back and maybe talk a little bit about how this trade affects, you know, Portland as well as Phoenix, because there's a there is a couple of other, you know, pieces to this as well. Um, so let's take a quick break and come back and touch on that for a little bit and then we can close it out. All right, and we are back on the Bucks and Six podcast after, you know, what has been, you know, the breaking news story of the offseason for Milwaukee as they, you know, get Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers. That is just incredible. Uh, But let's talk about, you know, the ramifications for the rest of the teams in this trade, as well as, you know, the league as a whole. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, Portland gets Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, a couple of, uh, you know, three picks. I think, you know, it's it's good for Portland. Uh, like I also mentioned earlier, Holiday probably on the move to a different team, so they could also, you know, get some more stuff for him, which they probably will. So we'll see, we'll see what teams are in the mix for Holiday. Uh, we've seen how good of a player he is. Like you mentioned, it's tough to see him leave. Uh, he helped us win a championship, and, you know, I'll forever be grateful for Drew Holiday as a person and as a player. Um, but for Portland, I think, you know, they, they get DeAndre Ayton. I know they definitely didn't want Tyler Hero just because of their like guard depth that they have with Scoot Henderson and, uh, and Fernie Simons and Shade and Sharp. Uh, so they got a big man. That's kind of what they've been needing for a while. Yusuf Nurkic got pretty stale over there in, uh, Portland. He, he was good at one point, but he's really fallen off. So they get a younger guy who was kind of losing his way in Phoenix and, uh, he he gets a fresh start, which I think a lot of people were also clamoring for with Aiden. So what are your thoughts on, you know, what Portland got in this trade and what they look like going forward? Because I think it's I think it's a good I think they got a, a good amount for for Damian Lillard. And I think they put themselves in a good direction.
0: Well, yeah, and I think the important thing for, you know, the Portland Trailblazers was they needed to kind of figure out what direction they were going in. Did they want to build with Damian Lillard? Did they want to build the scoot? Or did they want to try and figure something out with both of them? But ultimately they decided Scoot Henderson is our guy for the long term and getting someone like DeAndre Ayton after you mentioned that, you know, they do have a lot of guards. And I was thinking like, I don't know like what the Miami Heat could have offered them, but I, I have a- imagined it would have been better than what we could have. But I can see why they would have wanted a guy like DeAndre Ayton, a former number one overall pick in the NBA draft, who, like you said, lost his way in Phoenix and He's shown flashes of being really good. And he's also, you know, shown a lot of inconsistency in his career. But he's more or less a really solid player in the NBA. And he's still young and can still improve and become an all-star level player that he was expected to be. And Portland also got, you know, a few draft picks out of this. So as much as I, you know, you'd think they could have got more for a guy like, you know, for a player of Damian Lillard's caliber. But they still did get someone with the potential of DeAndre Ayton and Drew Holiday, who they can trade for more assets and then three uh, draft picks. So I I think it's solid for Portland. And I'm, I'm just, you know, I think they should be happy that they made the decision to finally let go. And I know it's a tough decision because he's probably the best player in their franchise's history. And to trade him away is really tough. But. Yeah, it's either it was-
1: him or Clyde Drexler. So, mm-hmm.
0: so, so. so, and I think that's, yeah. And I think that's just the right decision. It's, the, it's a business move and probably the correct one in the long term.
1: Definitely. And, uh, let's move on to Phoenix. Uh, they just got four players out of the deal, no swaps, giving up Aiton. Uh, but they give up Aiton and they get, you know, four, you know, solid players to replace them. They get Nurkic, they get Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Um, you know, we, we know that they gave up a lot of depth when it comes to just like getting Bradley Beal and Kevin Durant and kind of building that team over there. Uh, they didn't really have a bench. And I think this kind of solves that problem for them as well as, you know, they get a big man, which is kind of what they've needed all off season as well.
0: Well, I want to touch on that actually, because yeah, Yusuf Nurkic, Ayton, whatever. But the issue with Yusuf Nurkic is that he is hurt quite often. And, you know, that's, you know, a, Common tendency we've seen in his career is he gets hurt, and you know, you lose use of Nurkic, and then you're kind of right back at square one where you don't really have that center depth or you know, that centerpiece at all. So, uh, I think it's a good depth move for them for sure. Getting Nas Little, getting Keon Johnson, and Grayson Allen, who is you know, he's a solid, he's a 40% three point shooter. So, guys like that are always helpful to you know, contending teams. But from a you know, just from the big man position alone, I don't know if this is necessarily an upgrade. And it honestly might be even a slight downgrade for the Phoenix Suns. Definitely a downgrade when it comes to
1: center, but I think overall for their team depth, I think it's good for them just because their main issue was that, you know, their, their bench, like they didn't really have any like bench and now they have, you know, three guys that have shown to be able to come off the bench and play decent. I mean, we haven't really seen much from Keon Johnson, but as a prospect, he looks He looked good coming into the draft and, you know, he might still have some potential left in him. And like you mentioned, I mean, we know what Grayson can do. Nas, Nasir Little is a good defender. Uh, but, yeah, I think overall, Phoenix is probably the most boring part of the trade. But Milwaukee getting Dame is just, it's just incredible. I mean, I think we're both still kind of in shock from that. I mean, in the heart of football season, the Bucks make the biggest
0: move probably of the last, like, decade. So, Yeah, I mean... <laughs> When you really think about it, it really is up there. I mean, this is like a Kevin Durant level trade, right? I mean, <laughs> it's Damian Lillard. Welcome to Milwaukee. Definitely. Welcome to
1: Milwaukee. Um, that's going to be it for today's episode of the Box and Six podcast. Make sure to leave a like, download, subscribe, and follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at Box and Six FFSN. I'm Hershey Winkleman, he's Steven Dorf, and it's dame time.